You guys ready to do this? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, fans around the world. We welcome you to this historic event. Historic because we've seen boys become men, men become leaders, and leaders become legends. Just as Mariah Carey comes out of the ocean to get ready for her one month of work, the boys are back in the podcast studio for one final time. Tim, hello. It's been a few weeks. How are you doing? You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I I, um, I don't feel any of those things. but um. Neither do I, and I don't look at them either. <laughs> no, it's been a while, mate. It's been a long time. Um, plenty of water has gone under the bridge since we mm. last met. but um, Especially all in Melbourne. Well. Yeah, yeah, quite literally. Mm. Um, but going well, how about you, mate? Uh, autopilot. Mm-hmm. Well and truly autopilot. Yeah. I Once I put that palm tree, those who use Slack will know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Once that palm tree went on my uh, Slack, mm-hmm. uh, I did it before I went on annual leave. I still had to work and my boss noticed that and texted <laughs> me about it. Six weeks before you. <laughs> yeah, and even I had to remove it when I came back. It's still on mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in the Christmas period. Festive. Uh, You you are looking super festive. Oh, yeah. In my my black shorts, black socks, black shirt. Yeah, black. Bald head. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's a good time of year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good weather. Um, Wow. In Melbourne, it's... Ish. What is going on? Anyway. It was good good this morning. It's good this morning. It was good yesterday. Um, just, Just all we ask for is consistency. Please. Yeah. Just something. Well, that, that, that's what they call Melbourne Four Seasons. Yeah, I know. And we're not, it's, we're not it's, talking about the protection. It's really, it's really Melbourneing Melbourne, though. Yeah, but in saying that, uh, Holiday did the the body and mind. Actually, maybe not the body. The mm-hmm. body came back a bit rough. So you did New Zealand. Did the South Island of New Zealand, which was so we're talking Queenstown, Wanaka. The, uh, the Fjordlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was honestly not a. There's no place you go in the South Island. I'm convinced that isn't beautiful. Yeah, it's a postcard everywhere. It's amazing. Yeah, so it was great. It was there for two weeks, probably a couple of days too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had beautiful weather the entire time, except for the last two days. We kind of run out of things to do. You know, we checked everything off pretty quickly. Only so many sheep you can shear before you have to. <sighs> I'll tell you what, there is a lot of those. There are a lot of those fuckers hanging around. <laughs> but yeah, we did a lot of hiking, all that all that yep. nature sort of stuff. Yeah, love, um, love a bit of nature. Yeah. I did a little um, recovery, like a Kerfoot Road recovery, but in you know, this blue pools in the middle of nowhere, which was, I tell you what, absolutely freezing. But yep. I had two calf blowouts on a hike and I needed the I needed the you needed the, the recovery. Uh, yeah, right. That was like if if Stephen Dank could create like a recovery pool. That is what, that's what it was. Wow. Yeah. So it did wonders to my cars because my cars were literally absent without leave. Yeah. But I'm back. I'm, yeah, as I said, relaxed. Yep. Looking yep. forward to a, a festive, festive season. And absolutely. Um, there's a lot to, lot to get into. So without further ado, rather, we could do this for, honestly, we could do this for, for 25 minutes, I reckon. Of course, but um, Sandra's waiting, and we do not want to keep her waiting. Sandra's banging her papers on the table. She needs to get into the news, so we'll throw it to her now. 
10's Late Night News with Sandra Sun. We begin with the signing of... Keeping you informed, keeping you involved, keeping you in touch. Australia's most established late news service, the Late Night News with Sandra Sully. Weeknights on 10. Jesus Christ, she sounds the same every time. Like a broken record or a broken clock. It's almost like it's a recording. Almost. Uh, Did you want to start? Sure, yes. So... um uh, let's start with a bit of cricket. In the cricketing world, the English cricket team became the first to combine the T20 and the ODI crowns after overcoming a gallant Pakistan. At, well, they weren't really gallant. At the MCG to win by five wickets. Um, yeah, look, um, it was a wide-open tournament, um, and I don't reckon they were the best team in it no, per we se, to, but they were we the best. We to play them. Yeah, exactly. But they were the best team when it counted. So they bludgeoned India, yeah, yeah. which was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Joss Butler is such a um, yeah, he's a difference maker. Isn't he's he? such a he's such an interest. You watch him in Test cricket; he looks like me. Yeah, like he looks he looks brutal. He looks brutal in the Ashes. Yeah, but then when he plays limited overs cricket, gets a Superman cape on. Yeah, it's I, I don't understand that. Um, I, I never will like. I understand that some players just can't transition their game. You know, Dave Warner was able to, obviously, but he's just so good. Yeah. And then he's so bad. Mm. So yeah. um, it was a real, that, that India-England game was a real lose-lose game for me. <laughs> I didn't know who to cheer. I was actually happier that, that they won than India. I was very happy to see India go home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but would have loved to see Pakistan. Pakistan was such a good; they're such a good side to watch. Yeah, they are. They, they actually had a great tournament. So, um, yeah. yeah. And now uh, we've moved into the Test series. Australia started off the Test summer in a um, very hot way, defeating the extremely interested and very competitive West <laughs> Indies two um, nil. Um, you know, Australia just flexed their muscle, proved why they're the number one test team in the world. And actually, that was West Indies' first test defeats of 2022, if you can believe that. What have they been playing? I can like, only assume they haven't played any tests this year, but yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, well, I mean, they're so far off it anyway. Um, and now we move on to play the number two ranked South Africa in a three test series starting in Brisbane on the 17th of December, which will be. Very spicy. Very spicy. I thought you were about to. I thought you were about to throw to a little fox cricket. Promo. No, no. I mean, uh, if you want to watch it live <laughs> and ad break free during play, fox cricket is your place to go, and in 4K ultra high definition. I'm so relaxed. I'm just going to allow that. Oh yes, some freebies. Look, the, the, there's no there's no way to put there's no way to put it. The West Indies didn't really come in to play cricket, like. There's probably one highlight from it. It's Shiv Chanderpaul's son. Yeah. Who did show, shows a little bit of promise. Yeah, he's got, absolutely got promise, yeah. In saying that, he's 26 and this is his mm. first time he's cracked the West Indies side. That yeah. makes me a little nervous. So it's sort of going on like he's like this 18, 19 year old just, yeah. you know, but he is uh, mid-age really. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's literally like six years younger than me and yeah. I'm old. Yeah, no, he's a, he's definitely promising. Uh, it's a shame he doesn't got the same batting stance as his old man. You can see shades of it. There's little shades of it. He's yeah. too scared to really <laughs> to just really go full embrace the old man. But yeah, yeah look, he he batted well. Um, Craig or, or Craig or Craig, Craig. Yeah, the skipper isn't he? Yeah, the skipper made a made a nice ton. Yeah. Um, outside of that, you're 
Just oh, look, they're, they're bombing just, attackers, pedestrian plus. Yeah, and I know they were missing a couple, but even their fielding was lackluster. And they, as you, you know, as we hinted at there, they were not exactly um, their heads intense were... and uh, where they needed to be to be competitive with Australia. Oh, their heads were at the HQ nightclub in Adelaide. Yeah, and maybe but, yeah, and maybe they maybe we'll hear some stories um, coming out <laughs> later on, but. I'm sure. But, yeah, looking forward to South Africa. I'll be at Boxing Day, uh, day one and two, probably day three as well. Why not? Sure. Uh, looking forward to that. Love me some Rabada. Um, I am a little bit upset. Keegan Peterson, who played really well when South Africa beat India, uh, sort of top-order batsman, he's not going to be – he's injured his hammy. Yep. He's a really good batsman to watch, in my opinion. Doesn't have, like, a ton of runs, but – Bloody good to watch. Yep. Uh, we'll be a, a lot more competitive than the West Indies, and that's, I mean, that's like saying water's wet. Are they really the second-ranked team? Does that mean India's third? I read, I, I might be wrong. I thought I read that South Africa are ranked two. Um, let's just go. Allegedly. Um, test rankings. Uh, so they're third. India are second, but not by much. And where is Sri Lanka on that? Um, our friend Sri Lanka are seventh. Interesting. So Australia, India, South Africa, England, New Zealand, round out the top five, Pakistan, Sri Lanka. So West Indies are ranked eighth. And that was uh, boy, pretty obvious. That's not good. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, so you're looking forward to that. Um, and the West Indies probably looking forward to going back to the Caribbean, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the F1 world, Red Bull and Max Verstappen reign supreme again, winning the drivers and constructor trophies. In other news, Ferrari has parted with longtime team principal Mattia Bonotto after mm. the Scuderia look for someone to blame for their honestly laughable second half of the F1 season. Uh, and Australia's own Daniel Ricciardo is returning home. Has signed with Red Bull to be their third driver next season. A lot to unpack there. There is. Um, my first question to you is, um, where does Max, and I know he's still right in his prime of his career, but where is he ranking at the moment amongst? Goat. Yeah. Yeah. He's the goat already. No, no, he will be. Oh, you think he will be? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll beat, he'll smash every record. So Schumacher, Hamilton, he's going to have him covered. He'll have him covered, in my yeah. opinion. Okay. Uh, I don't see anyone who is on his level in driving terms uh, that will get that will get near him in the next four to five years. Wow. Okay. So that's my opinion. Yep. No, no. I'm not I, saying I, I like that. I'm no, not trying. I rate, to, I rate your opinion with that. Not trying to disrespect um, the current goat, who is Lewis Hamilton. Yep. Uh, in my opinion, which that'll annoy a few few Scuderia fans. Sorry, um, just uh, just deal with it. Yeah, let, let let's let's get because there's there's a little bit of Red Bull stuff. I want to get into a little bit of conspiracy theories. Okay, I love that. I just want I just want to touch on quickly the the Ferrari stuff. So yeah, so that was my next thing. Yeah, yeah. Mattia Bonotto has been there for oh geez, I want to say 15, 20 years allegedly. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he did a great job. The Ferrari were a basket case. A few years ago, yeah, I I don't think anyone really saw like towards the end of their time that we, when Vettel was there and when Charles Leclerc came in, they didn't look anywhere like this is going to be the number two team. Mm, yeah, they've improved in leaps and bounds. I guess when it comes to a Ferrari, there's always that 
expectation and yeah. probably that second is not good enough. Yeah. The reality is they got two great drivers. Uh, one of the drivers finished second in the in the con, in the drivers championships. They finished second in the constructors, and they've still sort of looked for someone to blame for the shit show that sort of happened during the year, which is understandable. So, so why? I mean, they started off like a house on fire. So what how, were they just not keeping up with the Joneses in terms of their fall off? Like it's weird. No, honestly, to, it's weird it to be so competitive and then not so not competitive. Yeah, honestly, it, it was the. It was really in the strategy, yeah. You know, like just questionable call after questionable call. And is that Benotto's um, fault? Though, well, he's up the top, yeah. So both buck stops with him. Yeah. The buck stops with him. Both both drivers have their own engineer yeah. who probably makes some calls. He has a button on his thing that says yeah. yes, no, maybe wait, yeah. no run, no run, and I mean. Someone you can't fire everyone, right? So there was right. so many, so many, so many mistakes to be like eighty points up, mm. and then to lose the way they lost. Yeah, it's it's weird. Is is pretty is pretty staggering, and like we're we're talking about, uh, we're talking about like both drivers here. Like it yeah. wasn't like they favoured one driver over the other, and they just sh- they just all fell apart. They just made it one. What the spaghetti fell on the floor. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I can say that, but I'm leaving it in. So, yeah, he's got to go. I'm not sure who they'll who's replacing him. He's probably already been replaced. Shows how out of the loop I am. But let's throw them aside. Yep. Conspiracy theory. I, I want to hear. I love a good conspiracy theory. In the so Max had Max had won the championship a few mm-hmm. races with a few races to go. Yeah. Um. Everyone knew. Basically. What rebels rebels said? All right, let's get Checo second. So Checo Perez is the the other driver. Yeah, he was third or fourth in the standings. They were like, we're going to do everything we can to get him second. Yeah. Here's what happened in the second last race. Uh, Max refused to let Checo go through. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. And Max was coming like sixth, and there was a big like you know hoorah about it, and he basically went on the team radio and said, you know, I'm not doing it. Um, you guys know why, you know, talk about it later. So in Monaco, yep. during qualifying, this is this is the conspiracy. So during qualifying, this is when Max and Checo could still, they were still kind of relatively close in terms of the driver standings. Yep. Uh, the, two, the, the two Ferraris were one and two in qualifying at that point. Checo was third. Yep. The rumor is that he intentionally binned his car to red flag qualifying to basically put him in front of Max. Right. Because Monaco, you can't overtake. Yeah. And he's admitted this to Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And this is this is why a whole sort of shitstorm has happened behind the scenes. Right. And that's why Max is going, well, I'm not letting this fucker pass. Yeah. Because of that. So... If that's true, mm-hmm. and he's admitted to the team that he did that, yep. I don't care where he comes, how many races he wins. Christian Horner, who's the team principal of Red Bull, yep. he's a very heated man, and a very angry man. He loves Max. He loves Ginger Spice, his mm-hmm. wife. He sure does, yep. He also loves Daniel Ricciardo. Mm, who suddenly... Who suddenly has made an appearance back. Yep. If Checo has a slow start to the year... Red Bull has fired a lot of drivers. Yep. They are 
probably the quickest team to pull the trigger. Yep. They are very, uh, they're brutal, cutthroat. They know they can win. They know they can win with Daniel mm-hmm. in the car. And him and Max have a good relationship now. Yep. So very interesting timing. I would, man, it's going to be crazy if two, three, four races in, they, they pull the trigger and suddenly Dan's in ultimately the, one of the best cars on the, on yeah. the tour. It'd it, be amazing. Honestly, I don't care how many bowler accounts I have to make on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I will just make that many bots to get this, just to put added pressure. <laughs> so watch this space. Yep. No, I love it. The Melbourne Grand Prix tickets also sold out in like two hours. Fair income. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I managed to get a couple. Yep. Um, but that's sort of show you that we drive to survive. Where oh, it's-, it's crazy, yeah. The, the drama they've created both off and on track – the rivalries, the personalities, mm. it's its red hot. Which is, for a large part, very highly Hollywood. Oh, absolutely. There's a whole heap of mayo and GST on it, but... Oh, it's, so, it's, but it, so much GST. But it, it's, it's, it's putting bums on seats and that's all they need to do. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, watch that space and, um, yeah, hopefully Daniel can get that seat back to go back to where he belongs. Yep. Uh, moving into the world of AFL, uh, Aaron Cadman is picked by the Greater Western Sydney Giants as the first overall pick in their 2022 AFL draft. Uh, Cadman, big key forward from Victoria, who was drafted um, from the Greater Western Victoria Rebels. Um, just before we move off that, uh, so the Giants had a choice. They could either choose Cadman at pick one. Mm-hmm. And give him the $10,000 NAB portfolio and the perks that go with being number one. Or they could pick the number one player in the draft who was quite clearly um, Mm. Ashcroft. Uh, They chose to give the number one pick to their boy rather than going for the best player. Which I think is a good idea. Yeah, I was going to ask, where did you sit on that? Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I Um, agree. I think... think, would be interesting if that if that NAB portfolio ten grand wasn't there. I reckon the decision might be different. I think it says a lot. You're drafting a Victorian player. Mm. I think it says a lot. You're at, you're at a club who is in trouble. Is that, is that that's a that's a uh, fair. I'm not sure they're in trouble, but they're they're in a bit of a flux in terms of um, uh, retaining talent. That's what I mean. Like yeah. they've just they've just you know they've just had a little bit of a fire sale because yeah. they had. Yeah, you know, all these elite talent. They made a grand final, didn't win one. Yeah, um, it's safe to say if they don't get this next phase of their drafting recruiting right, they're yeah. in, they're in they're in dire straits. Yeah, they're, they're, there's going to be some questions. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, it's interesting because yeah, yeah, you're in my opinion. I would have done the same thing. You're ending up with the same player. Yeah, I would have done the same thing too. But um, a, a lot of it depends on the player, I suppose. Like if yeah. Cameron's like, "Give me it, I want number one," then you give it to him. But if he's like, oh, mm. "Look, you know, I'd probably rather just float under the radar." Yeah, and sure, but yeah, I think it does um, depend yeah. on the player. I just think it sends the right message. It says, yeah. "Hey, you know, the business from a business sense probably makes sense for us to do this." Yeah, we think you're the number one. We're drafting you. Here it is. Here's all the perks that come with it. Yeah, exactly. That 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 just shows. It shows commitment to that, that shows that shows commitment to to him. Um, so yeah, I think they did the right thing. I could I wouldn't have had any issue with them like doing 
yeah, the other yeah, going doing the other way. either. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and the AFL has also announced the fixture for the twenty twenty three season, um, which they did so at the kickoff of one of the Socceroos' biggest moments in history. But that's just by play, and yeah, this is Tom. Bit of, oh, you're mad, Bance. Um, <laughs> and we see the introduction of what is. Uh, Colloquially known as Magic Round in the NRL has now become Gather Round yep. um, in the Didn't AFL. Want to name it after my dad. What's that? Didn't want to name it after my dad. Magic, yeah, no, well, Magic's already got one round. He doesn't need exactly to. Exactly, doesn't need to. He's already got a big enough head. Um, so, yeah, all teams will play in Adelaide for round five. I, I, first, I thought it was all Adelaide over, but now I realise it's Norwood, Adelaide, and Adelaide Hills. So, um, more greater Adelaide. I can't. I can't remember the name of the player, but there's a player who's playing his 300th game at Norwood, <laughs> and it's just like I'd do a hammy week before. That's I'm not playing Norwood for my 300th. Sorry. That's yeah. I was going to say that's a, that's pretty flat in front of like 300 yeah 300 locals who are probably going to be absolutely. You might get bottled. On yeah, the exactly. They're going to be absolutely smothered. So interesting concepts. I mean, I don't really. I'll probably go. I'll probably go to. I think it's a good marketing. Yeah, um, I think so. Concert, and I think you know, look, the NRL, the NRL stole uh, State of Origin off us, and we're stealing Magic Round off them. So yeah, one alls. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, I will probably be there. We're playing. Uh, Port Adelaide's playing the Western Bulldogs, which I think will be a good game. So yeah, we're calling it a playing St Kilda. So I think I'll save the uh, <laughs> save the bus fare. But uh, yeah, there we go. Watch this space. It may be the biggest news. Mm, it's it it was massive. Honestly, the Socceroos won the hearts and minds of over twenty five million Australians as they beat Tunisia, as I promised on this show. Yeah, they beat Denmark, which mm-hmm. I promised in person, but with zero confidence, <laughs> to qualify for the round of sixteen at the FIFA World Cup. Only losing to Argentina after a string of poor and Lionel Messi biased officiating decisions. Oof. Now, it is down to the final four. Argentina plays Croatia, um, and France plays Morocco in the semifinals, which are on Wednesday and Thursday morning in Australia, respectively. Yes. Um, First question, did you watch these? Um, I watched all of them, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Definitely watched Argentina. Definitely watched Denmark. Tunisia, uh, yeah. 9pm Saturday night. That was might have been the one I missed because it, it was on the 26th, right? That, is that your, that was your my wedding wife's, anniversary? My wife's birthday, yeah. Close. Yeah. Might have been the one I missed. But yeah. um, caught the highlights, obviously. Um, amazing. Now, you were at Fed Square for the Denmark, Denmark game. game. Talk me through it. Honestly, the best... The best experience I've had in in sport as a viewer. Yep, yeah. I've been to. And a, you've been to. A, uh, you're worldwide. I am Pitbull for a <laughs> numerous number of reasons, not just because I'm bald and I'm a very talented musician. Uh-huh. I've been to a national championship game in America, sitting with a hundred thousand people. Uh, I've been to a what's called the Winter Classic, which is a outdoor NHL game. Yep. At, at uh, where the New England Patriots play on New Year's Day, 60,000 people, freezing cold. Awesome experience. But what being with 10,000 people packed into 
Fed Square, two o'clock in the morning, no sleep. Yeah, amazing. Uh, the crowd for that time of morning is it just shows the passion and commitment. It was really impressive, honestly. And you know, some it's like simple things, right? Like before it, you know, you've got you kind of the murmuring. It would show an Aussie supporter on the big screen. Everyone would cheer. Yeah. Then, like a Danish child would come onto the screen and just get boozed <laughs> and just horrific abuse, <laughs> just. Like Absolute, a mascot trucking. Literally just like a, a mascot trucking, but verbally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and when when, when Lecky scored... Yeah, crazy. Complete pandemonium. Yeah. Like, there was, a, there was a guy on another guy's shoulders. He had a can of WD-40 and a lighter. Wow. Okay. And he was literally made a flamethrower. And he was just like screaming his head off it was honestly like i reckon there was 400 flares i love that someone's thought to bring a can of wd-40 in a Mm. a lighter on the um on the chance we'd score it yeah square (laughs) if you go home you're like oh i didn't really need that i I would have been like uh maybe i'll pack a you know a can can of um jimmy or yeah um, Whatever. Well, there was, um, there was a guy next to me in like a trench coat. He looked pretty miserable. He just kept pulling cans of like Melbourne Bitter like just out of each pocket. Like he was selling watches, but... Honestly, yeah. <laughs> but it was like Melbourne Bitter. But no, it, it's one of those things like photos, videos. Yeah, right. Don't, don't, they don't do it justice. No, it looked... Yeah, and, and that's saying something because it looked amazing. It, like the atmosphere yeah. looked off chops. It, it actually it actually was like... I, I said to I said to my mates who I went with, I said... I, I've, I was the one who, who like flagged it with them. I was like, next World Cup, I'm 36. 36 feels like it's pushing it for that. Yeah, it's a young man's game. It, well, let me tell you, it certainly was because I had to work the next day. I hadn't yeah. really slept. Yep. I got sent home from work. <laughs> and it, it wasn't a... You've Showing done a, the red card. It, was, it wasn't a, you've done a great job today. No, no. Send it's home. Like, um, maybe you should give the eight hours of payback, champ. Yeah, I, I stole... I stole that day's salary. Yeah, yeah, that's there's fair. no there's no doubting that. But yeah, honestly, yeah, we potted Graham Arnold, or I did. I potted Graham. No, Arnold. we no, we we both did. We both did. I probably went a little bit harder than most on him. Um, he can coach the Socceroos for as long as he wants. Really, honestly, and I, I know that that's the that's probably the wrong decision. Yeah, but. You cannot not reward this man for for what he did. You know, no one no one believed that we had to, when we had to play the UAE and then go through to Peru. Yeah, it didn't. Even, it wasn't even a guarantee we were going to beat the UAE, let alone get through Peru, who are a yeah. top fifteen team. Yeah, then beating Tunisia, who are a top fifteen team. Denmark, who are a top ten team, and then pushing Argentina, who's probably oh, going to win. I mean, that last. Um, shot on goal by, from the yeah by goal. Who's eight? Who's like nineteen? Yeah, but uh, that was just amazing goalkeeping. That, that was saved, saved that. Yeah. Um, imagine going two all into overtime there. That would have been. That could have been anything. That would have been banana lands. Um. So yeah, that was. Oh, they didn't blow us off the park. No, definitely. I, we were very respectable, and um, yeah, it just gives hope. For the future, you you know they can only get confidence out of that. No, hundred percent. Like obviously, the French uh, game was a bit of a kick in the pants, but since post that, they were great. Wake up call, yeah. I think because um, we went one nil up, and I was like, we're gonna, we're actually gonna win the World Cup, <laughs> and then we didn't. And then next minute, yeah, yeah, next minute. But oh yeah, to, to say to say I'm proud, I think that's up there with 
maybe some of the the proudest I've ever felt to be Australian. Yeah. Um, sitting in Fed Square, I'm not a huge patriot. Yeah. Don't feel too much for the national anthem or the flag. Yeah, no, fair. But 10,000 people singing the national anthem at Fed Square, pretty special moment. One of yep. those ones that I'm so glad I did it. Where were you kind of moment, yeah. Where were you kind of moment. So, yeah, honestly, I think soccer is the most participated in sport in Australia. Yep. Um, that's not, I don't need to say allegedly, that is true. So it's, it's overtaken basketball? Yeah, allegedly. Football, football, Australia. It's on a platform. It is, and it was in two thousand and six as well. So, and what have they done with it? Well, that's that's the million dollar. Yeah, potentially billion dollar question if they get it right. Yeah, there Um, there there are there are so many individual players who will. I'll think about for a long time. Like I think about the players from two thousand six. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Now, looking at, uh, I'm not sure when we when we drop this and what games will have been played, but that's that's just off before the, the semis. It'll be dropped before the semis. Okay, so Argentina, Croatia. Who you got? Croatia beat Brazil mm. in a penalty in penalty shootout. So that's one of those ones. I didn't see that game. I did have my uh, my ten dollar better bet on Brazil, so I'm a bit dirty on them. Same anyway. here. Um, and my man Richardson was seemingly putting the ball in the back of the onion bag. Just at a whenever he sort of wanted, oh, you 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 can't write him off. They made the World Cup final a couple of World Cups ago, yep, yep, yep. Um, or a one of the last few World Cups. Yep. Um, but honestly, I, I think it's it it does seem fated to be Messi. Yep. Um, which I think would be a really cool story. In saying that, they're complete scumbags. Like the way they act. Allegedly. Like, no, there's not even, I don't care. The, the, the general I just counsel. Know, I just know we're worldwide. I just, I, I just. I don't care. They can come at me. All right. Like enough. when they, when they beat the Netherlands in the, in the penalty shootout. Yeah. Like what, what would your first instinct be as a player? You've just won a penalty shootout. Yeah. To go through to a semi final in the World Cup. Yeah. What would you do? Um, drink cards, correct. But what what the Argentinian <laughs> team did? They went straight to the Netherlands team and sort of made like you know gestures, like a bit of you know up yeah, yours, so, uh, up bad yours sportsmanship. Your yeah, no, we don't like that. We don't like no. That. We can be better than that. We so, should be better than that. Um, Morocco is the team of destiny. They just seem to. Can they get past France? People just kept saying, "Can they get past this team?" Yeah, and they true. just keep doing yeah. it. So. Um, they knocked out um, Portugal and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. So his last World Cup. So, so I suppose the favourites are it's Argentina, France favouritism. But you're saying Croatia, Morocco, which is fine. For uh, I'm an agent of chaos. Mm, you really so are. I'm going to say Croatia, Croatia versus Morocco. Morocco wins five one. Okay. In the final. Interesting. In penalty shootouts. <laughs> nil nil. Okay. <laughs> but no, I think it. I think. Realistically, I think it'll be Argentina, France, and I think, I think Argentina will win just because FIFA is the most corrupt organization in the world. Allegedly, that is. Have you watched the FIFA documentary on Netflix? No, no, I haven't. You really should watch it. Four hours of your life, and you, you. No, I mean the fact that the World Cup is in uh, Qatar is probably says enough. Yeah, it explains a lot of a lot of how that went went down and all that. It's absolutely like. It's it's crazy. Yeah, right. It's highly highly recommended. But 
yeah, it just feels like it feels like it's just faded that Messi will do it. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset to see it, but I wouldn't lose sleep if they didn't win it. So as long yeah. as the French don't win, I don't like France. Okay. Um, yeah, well, it sounds like football will be the winner regardless. Yep, and football is for everyone. That's important to remember that. Yeah, kids. <laughs> for the last time in 2022, it's time for everyone's favourite favorite segment. I'm emotional. So for this episode, mm-hmm. for this segment, yes. we actually have a sponsor for it. Shut the front door. Well, yes, shut the front door, get in your car, and take your car to Ultra Tune Diamond Valley. Mm-hmm. Ask for Cam, and their number is 0394321333. The best car servicing in the Diamond Valley and proud sponsors of the stock market. Take it away. Wow, we. Um, Pretty big. Very big. I haven't seen a red cent, but um, Either let's, let's take that offline. <laughs> Doesn't take much to get our sponsorship here. Kids. It's a referral per download sort of a. Okay, so you don't know Cam at Ultra Tune. No, he's the best in the business, and there's absolutely no doubt about that. Four years in a row, the hardest working man in the Don Valley. He I just voted. I just worry that our worldwide reach. Um, People are going to bring their cars from everywhere. Yeah, I just, I just worry about the amount of downloads versus. But yeah, uh, look, uh, he's a smart man. He's a savvy businessman, and oh. uh, he knows what he's doing. We, we love it. So yeah, get your get your car down there. Even if your car's just been serviced, who cares? Go there again. Get it rechecked. They will find something that the other spuds have missed. Exactly. So thank you very much to Cam and the team at Ultra Tune. Uh, you can throw it. You can start. Um, I am buying Cam at Ultra Tune. No, I am buying. <laughs> I am buying Harry Suta. Is going to be awkward. Did I get in first? <laughs> you did. <laughs> well, that's riff. That's riff on it. We can riff, yeah. Because um, I like for me, I'm not a um, you know, I'm not a massive football head, mm-hmm. big fan. Like I watch World Cups. Yep. You know, I used to love Liverpool, but just haven't found the time. And Liverpool, and they're going a bit shit at the moment. But um, I nice love it. See. I love it when uh, you know, in something like the World Cup, where an Australian just announces themselves on the big mm-hmm. stage. And for me, the big six foot five man mountain was just mm-hmm. that far in class above yep. the majority of like, not just even his teammates, but like the opposition. Like he was the amount of attacks he repelled was. Borderline ridiculous. It was crazy. And this is a fact. <laughs> okay. When we got eliminated yep. in the round of 16, if they stop the tournament there, yep. he's in the team of the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. There's an argument to say he still should be. Starting. Yeah. Correct. Do you remember who are, who was that player for 2006? Um, <sighs> Lucas so- Neal. I was going to say Lucas Neal, but then I wasn't sure whether he'd already announced himself before that tournament. But yeah, no, Lucas Neal was great. That's it for uh, mm. the penalty he gave away against Italy. Uh, yeah, which we, was, don't, we don't talk about. Oh, I just did. But uh, no, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, he was, yeah, Harry was just, um, I honestly had hardly heard, of, I'd heard his name, but couldn't tell you much more than that uh, prior to the tournament. And now I'm just like, wow, just, yep. where does he end up? Yeah, no, honestly, I, I'm not going to... No, fuck it, I am. Uh, I, I've been on his bandwagon for a while. Like, yep. I had 
tickets. So I, I saw him. So he played at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Olympics is obviously a younger. Yeah, it's like uh, under twenty one or something. Isn't it? Under twenty one, and you get one player of any age you can take. So they took yeah. Mitchell Duke, who was like twenty six, whatever. Yeah, but he dominated at the Olympics. Uh, he plays at Stoke. He's a captain at Stoke at a young yeah. age. Yeah, he has a huge, huge ceiling. And yeah. um, well, he's just a massive man. Like six foot five is yep. a big presence. And I think one of the things that is probably not known to the casual fan is he's just come back from an ACL injury. Yeah, right. He's probably had a month of football. That's even more impressive, Harry. Yeah, and I wasn't I wasn't sure if he was actually going to get named. I, I think it was the, the football people in the know weren't actually sure if he was going to be taken. Yeah. Um, because it is... A month back to football, it's not a lot of football. Yeah, exactly, and it's it is hard on it's hard on the knees. It is. Um, just shows you how good this kid is. Yeah. So he's our next star. Yeah, um, oh, uh, he's our star now. He's our star now. He's going to go to a. He's going to. He's going to go to a big Premier League club. Yeah, love to see. Um, and Stoke are going to get absolutely zero upon zero on the transfer fee. Yep. Uh, he has got such a bright future. He, he'll be our captain. I he, honestly, when his career is done, we'll be talking about this. We'll be talking about this man the way we talk about Viduka, Kuhl, yeah, Tim Cahill. You know, all of the all timer, all of the all timers. Yeah. So, your first buy and also my first buy. Yeah. So that's how good he's been. He's a double buy. Uh, maybe the first in our podcast. It history. is the first double buy. There you go. That's how good you were, Harry. Yep. So Harry, take a bow. You deserve this. I mean, you deserve this achievement. You know more than anything. I think this will sit probably on top of his trophy cabinet. If there was something physical, I think this would really. I, I'm sure he'll be. Maybe we emo- send him something. He'll get emotional when he hears about this. Absolutely, he will. We'll send him something. We'll mm. think about what what to send him and. I'm sure it will get rejected at the mail. Maybe a free um, service. There we go. Free service for Harry Suter at Ultra Tune Dumb Valley. Uh, did you want to do your second one? Sure. I've basically just. Yep. Yep. Uh, if we've got. If we're matching again, I'll walk out. Okay. Oh God. Uh, no, my second one is Manus. Oh, Labashani. Labashine. He's yeah. not. He's not. No. He's not. Okay. Good. Good. No. Um, uh, look, it might seem a little obvious because he's just. He's made he's, 500 runs. He's making batting look ridiculously easy when it's not. It doesn't matter who the competition mm. is. Like if you know, if it was that easy, everyone would do it. But um, I love when you have a like a generational batsman, and when they're in like just red hot form, like he mm-hmm. is now. Like we had it with um, Ricky Ponting, Steve Smith. Yeah, and you just and, and when you're watching it, you're like. This guy's going to average 70 at the end of his career. Like, I can't see it ever ending. Like, it does end, though. Like, yeah. with Ponting, it ended. Steve Smith, you know, he was averaging 60. It's gone down again. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it's Mike Hussey. Just, Mike Hussey averaged, well, like, 80. Yeah, like one stage. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it, it will end. It doesn't last forever. But when it's on, when it's happening and you can watch it, it's so good to it's watch. The best, it's the best thing in the world to watch. So, um, and he's, you know, he's a character... He clearly puts in the hard work, um, but yeah, I, I really love watching him bat at the moment because he's, um, yeah, he's he's just batting at a at a rate that's rarely seen. Yeah, I agree. There was a really dumb article on like, I think it was Channel Seven, Seven Sport or something, about a a technique flaw that the West Indies have exposed. Mm. This was three days ago. 
right? So just, if it was two weeks ago, you'd be like, ah, oh, they've obviously... Before he made his 160. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it just made me think, like, oh, that 200 he made was, like, one of the worst 200s I've ever seen. So lucky. Yeah. The other 200s, the other 300 runs he's made at, like, three knocks yeah. have been just complete yeah, horseshoe. Just, like, yeah. no, honestly, like, talk about talk about being irrelevant. Channel yeah. 7 almost got themselves on the sell list for that. Almost got us on, on the... Um, they almost got themselves on the sell list just for that article alone. But I thought you were going to say the smack bus. Oh, they're close. They're close. They're asking... The smack bus. They're asking... They, they text Gus Gould to see where he was sitting, just to make sure, just in case. <laughs> but honestly, you're right. Very weird cat. I can I can take or leave that the antics and the leaving that him and Steve Smith do and all that. Yeah, although I feel like that's died down. I feel like they've probably... It has, yeah. I feel like they've had a word... Either from uh, someone's, someone's Captain Pat or Ronald McDonald, and just said, "Boys, yeah, that's just tone that shit let's, down." Yeah, that's that's not necessary. It got a bit too much, and I think Steve Smith was probably the one who actually did that because Steve Smith's gone and changed his complete mm. technique yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of that stuff was just maybe getting in his head. Yeah, because he's like, well, oh, I need to think of a new, like a three hundred and seventy fifth different way to leave the ball." Yeah. Doesn't always work, but yeah, hats off to Manus. It'll be interesting to see if um, you know much better attack with South Africa to see if that will, yep. see if that um, will slow him down. Yep. But like not. first test on his home deck up at the Gabba, um, yeah, I'm backing him in. Same here. My second buy mm-hmm. and the first one, which is different to yours, mm-hmm. I'm buying the A League. Okay, I'm joining. I'm joining. Joining what? I'm a Melbourne City fan. Well, I'm, a, I'm actually a City fan. Glory, um, glory, Melbourne City. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this off the back of the World Cup? Yep. I've I've often been a big ridiculer of the A-League. Yep. I'm buying in. So what have the A-League done per se? Not the World Cup, not Australia Federation. What has the A-League done that's made you jump on? Nothing. Okay, that's interesting. But I understand that we have to support... Like Melbourne City has uh, Tilio, Lecky, McLaren, mm-hmm. three Socceroos. Yep. I am very, very thankful, very grateful for what all of the all of the Socceroos players did. Craig Goodwin plays for Adelaide. Yep. First A League player to ever score a goal in the World Cup. Love that. I love the shit out of that. Right. <laughs> As I said, I'm not a super super patriotic man. Yep. But. I can admit when I have been wrong or overly negative for no reason. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to watch every game. I'm simply just going to go. I'm just going to tune in. I watched the Melbourne I watched the Melbourne City game the other night. We lost We lost 2-1 to Sydney, yeah. one of our rivals. Yeah, we hate that. It's a tough one. We went up 1-0. Mm. But, but, you know, we've just lost out. We just lost our coach, Patrick um, Gisnorbo, to, who went over to France. Okay. On a holiday or for another job? No, for another job. <laughs> coaching a French league team. Yep. We've, we've said that they're farmers, but it's a basic farmers league. So, yep. but good for him. Great for him. Uh, I'm just getting, I'm just jumping on. Okay. You know, on the back of the success of the Socceroos, the success of the Socceroos, mm-hmm. I think it's important for, for people like me who love the Socceroos, who loved being on this journey, yep. to get involved in the A-League. I'm not saying watch every game, pick a team, support them. Let's bu- let's build football up. 
Oh, look, all football for united it. us. Let yeah. let let's not get back to let's not get back to a point where we have the, the success from two thousand and six, and then we kind of have nothing for well, twelve years. I mean, it's what we talked about. They they need to make hay. The sun is shining. They need to be smart and savvy in what they do next. I'm, getting, um, and and I'm, they did, and, I'm helping them. And you know what? They need to just they just need to worry about their own product, and the rest will take care of itself. They don't need to worry about what the AFL is doing with whatever the AFL is doing or what cricket's doing. Don't don't worry about any of that. Run, run your own race. Run your own race. Just worry about your own backyard. Keep your backyard spotless yep. and clean, and the results will come. If as soon as you start getting in little bullshit. Bats with other codes. Yeah, you've already avoid that. Yeah, everyone's already like, oh god, here we go again. Because that shits that shits casual observers it to does. no end. And does, yeah, and I would say I am one of them. And it for me, it's just like, oh for fuck's sake, like just worry about your own backyard. Yeah. get that right. If you build it, they will come. That's one. That's one of the things with A League that really loses me is the because a lot of the articles are you know like A League fans and the violence and yeah. all that stuff, and they're like, well. Every time something happens in the AFL, they're like, well, where's the media covering yeah, that? No, no. I don't, don't care. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't, just don't mention it. Don't worry about that. Talk about Jamie McLaren. Yeah. Or, or talk about the young kid, the young 18-year-old kid who plays at Central Coast who's just been bought by the richest club in world football. Talk about that. Yeah. Plenty of things to talk about. There's yeah. enough Socceroos who play in the A-League for them to absolutely go banana lands with this. Mm-hmm. I hope they do it. I'm not even saying I'm going to buy a membership. I'll think about it. I'll have a look at the prices first. <laughs> I will probably buy a jersey, a, a lecky jersey. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's that's my second buy. I'm buying the A League. I'm I'm jumping on. I'm giving them a chance, right? Yeah. Because that's all we, that's all they that's all they can ask for. To be so honest. here's to you. Here's to you, the A League. Oof, that's sorry. It's a cold one for you, A League. <laughs> my fingers are sore. <laughs> Uh, my third buy is the um, and it's and it's just been over the last couple of days, but there's been some real good ones, and I I as a uh, like a creative, uh, as in a person who works in creative, um, love seeing people when they go out there and do something different. Um, the AFL Club fixture release videos that have been going around. How there's, good were they? There's some absolute crackers. Yeah. Um, and you know we're talking about a small. Media team that work at these clubs, you mm-hmm. know, um, not big budgets, um, so they have to be creative to to get engagement. Um, but there's some real good ones. Really enjoyed West Coast one. Yeah. Um, Did you see Port Adelaide's? Saw Port Adelaide's. Very funny. Yeah. Did you see Richmond's? Uh, Richmond's probably best of the bunch, obviously. Yeah. Just because of yeah, uh, Richmond of has a very very good media team. Yeah. Um, their graphics, their graphics design team. I would say cutting edge. Their graphics design team is, is the best in the AFL. Yeah, I, I would agree. Led by the best of the best. Yeah, I've heard this. Uh, so I don't like to often tip my hat to Richmond, but... If you're going to, then that's a, honestly, a, a, a worthy hat tip. Flawless job. Flawless job from them. Flawless job from Port Adelaide. Some of the other ones I saw were very funny. Uh, GWS. I really liked what GWS yeah, did. Uh, Frios was out there, but I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I look... Uh, so... Yeah, great. It's great stuff. Is this like? Is this? And uh, I, I don't know. Is this like? Is this like Christmas for like creative, like Are teams? They, these? Oh, I think so. I think it's. I think it's. Um, uh, year on year, it's it's like 
People it's got to be. It's got to be. Well, one did of the they biggest. just see that people have got a license to go out there? Yeah. And so now they're just everyone's just doing out there. It's not. Co- it's like a cookie cutter. Yeah, you can't just. You can't you just do, go. Yeah. Here's our fixture for yeah. um, twenty three because all the other clubs are going crazy with yeah. some great creative stuff. So the bar gets raised mm. year on year. So it's been really good. So uh, long may it continue. Yeah, got to be nerve wracking though because you don't know what other teams are. Well, as long are, as long as you're not. Um, you know, denigrating anyone or offending anyone, it's open slather. Yeah. No. But, uh, no, good on them. Love it. Great buy. So my last buy is going to be one that's going to upset some people. Ooh, Maybe yeah. of the left-leaning uh, political scale environment. Okay. I'm buying plastic straws. Oh, I think you might have mentioned... Oh, I text you just yeah, randomly just, one just day. Like, you just like your anger at paper straws. And I was like, just deal with it. Yeah. Um, and you were like, no, um, I, I want ki- to kill as many turtles as I can. Yeah. So, a question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, what percentage of the ocean's waste do you think is made up of plastic straws? Uh, oh, well, like in a percentage term, I'd say 1%. <sighs> Zero point zero two five percent. So I have to have some wet paper in my mouth while I try and enjoy my morning vanilla ice latte. Yeah, we know you love your vanilla because ice of zero point zero two five percent of waste in the ocean. Let me ask you a question because I think this is um, maybe it's it's also like a a, a way people um, attack their straws, but. I, I feel like you're a wet sucker. <laughs> I feel like you let it linger I'm, on the lips. I have juicy lips. Yeah, I feel like you're a wet sucker because I would consider myself a dry sucker. I'm a, I'm a wet sucker. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm on the straw, I'm beverage in, mm-hmm. I'm off. Because yeah. I feel like you probably just linger on the straw. I don't linger on you the maybe, straw. You maybe like one or two sips, not just your one sip. You just sort of like multiple sips. So you just really sort of, like you know, there's a lot of moisture. You know what I, you know what I am? I'm an, ex, I'm an explosive. <laughs> I'm an explosive. I'm an explosive sucker. <laughs> so it doesn't linger. But it's explosive. It's powerful. It's powerful. It's moist. Yeah. So the paper, the paper straws are just... just just disintegrate. No, yeah, they, they can't a, handle a, a powerful sucker like yourself in a moment's notice. Yeah, I, look, I I don't really have a problem with them because I just I'm because um, you're dry. I'm a dry man, so um, I feel like those who, yeah, those who have a um, a powerful technique. I was going to say a poor technique, but each to their own. A, a powerful I have technique. A great technique. <laughs> I think those who have a powerful technique. Uh, are experiencing the most problems uh, and yeah. are probably the most likely to want to kill uh, marine life. It's not that I don't want to kill marine life. It's like uh, they like think about think about the percentage chance of my plastic straw mm. ending up in the ocean and then miraculously finding its way finding dory find, find, finding its way up a turtle's nostril. <laughs> <laughs> like the actual, like and it going up the actual nostril is such a high. It's such a high probability. Yeah, the fact that my my one plastic straw just magically finds the Pablo mm. Escobar version of a turtle. <laughs> 
He's like, yes. I think it's rubbish, to be honest. Um, well, it it's, is it, rubbish. It's quite clearly rubbish. But I, um, I think that I think the whole argument of the oh, you, so you don't care about but turtles? Not, but that's no, not, I don't. Oh, I mean, that's a, a but cliche. But uh, like, you know, um, anything that's biodegradable can only be a good thing, surely. Correct. But there, you can get plastic. But plastic is that biodegradable? Yes. It is allegedly. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> well, some lefty like um, hipster cafes use mm. them. They wouldn't use them if they weren't good for the environment. So I know there are some good plastics. So if you're a cafe and you listen to this show, which is a good chance that you are mm-hmm. playing a few guests right now, yes, your clientele, uh, and uh, try the big breakfast. Correct. Or, or the avocado bacon feta panini. <laughs> Just spend a little bit more. Yeah, well maybe that's the thing. Maybe the businesses need to not shirk and get the crappy paper. They need to upgrade to the bio-friendly yeah. plastic. So there you go. So that that's my last buy. I know it's going to upset some people. A lot of people are going to be like, finally a man who can stand up and talk about things yeah, well, that people what, don't want to do. talk about. That's what you do. So there you go. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start. Okay. Yeah, go for it. My first sell, and I may have done this before, because a lot of my sales are NBA-based. Are you selling the Phoenix Suns? Yeah. Uh, I reckon you have sold. Have them. I? I, re- I've, I think I sold Devin Booker. Yeah, maybe. You, yeah, but I. But you're allowed to resell. That's fine. I'm reselling them again. Is, is there a more mentally fragile team in professional sports than this organization? No, they um, yeah, they suck. They 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 uh, throw the toys out of the cot very easily. Yeah, and, uh, and I think I know what you're referring to. Yeah, so so the latest the latest toy th- cot incident mm. is uh, they lost to the Pelicans. Are the Pelicans good? I don't know. Are they? I'm not uh, sure. They're 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 around the they're mid, around the mark, uh, mid, mid table. Okay. Oh, fighting for the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, there was a play at the end of the game where Big Zion Williamson yeah did a real three sixty. 400 spin yeah, windmill dunk. He did it like, you know, the etiquette in the NBA is when it's like the last, you know, last 10 seconds when the game's blown out, there's no result that you just sort of let the clock run out, run mm-hmm. down. That's the etiquette. That's the etiquette. And anything, anything uh, that is different from that is seen as disrespect. Okay. So here's the thing, because the NHL has a, the NHL has a big issue with that, right? Mm-hmm. What, what is, what is the NBA? Why is the NBA so popular? Uh, I would say because of the drama. It's a, the drama. Yep. It's a show. Yeah, it's, it's a, a product. It's, yeah, correct. Do, do people do people buy tickets, buy jerseys, watch the games for etiquette? No. Well, they like to see etiquette thrown on its head. Exactly. Mm. That's what's happened. Yeah. I loved it. Honestly, more of it for me. Like, you know, and it was a great dunk. It was an like, unbelievable wow, dunk. Wee. It was one of the best dunk, in-game dunks I've seen. The biggest issue with the NHL has in drawing fans is that there is too much of this etiquette. You yeah, know, the, right, okay. the game polices itself. Yeah, any type of flashy plays, you know, frowned upon. Frowned upon, and the player has to fight the next time they're out there, and so it really like dulls it down. Yeah, and that kills so many fans because the NBA is such an exciting product. Yeah, I might not love it, but the, you, you're the, gonna, you know you're going to be entertained. The drama. You know you're going to be entertained. You know you're going to see some freakish athletic plays. Where in yep. the NHL, sometimes you're avoid of that. The fact that this guy Cameron Payne, Cameron Payne's getting a fucking huge 
trip on the smack bus. He can sit next to Wayne Bennett, Gus Gould. He can sit wherever he wants. He can drive the thing. <laughs> this is a man who you you should know very well. Yeah, he was drafted by the Thunder. Drafted by the Thunder. He's best known for being the man who used to dance with Westbrook. With yeah. Westbrook. Yep. And where did Payne go after the dance was finished? To the bench. Correct. He was the one who took a who took like umbrage to it. Yeah. And the only reason he was on the court to do it was because Chris Paul was on the bench. Because the game was over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So here we have this absolute plug. Like I'm talking this is a <laughs> this is a genuine questionable starter in the NBL. No, he's better than that. But I know I'm just I'm just no, just let me go. No, no, I I'm, just let me go. All right, sorry. Keep going. On Wednesday nights at 9:30, I see some big units playing their local their local basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, they're plumbers during the day. They haven't stretched in 15 years. Yep. And even they aren't as bad as Cameron Payne is. <laughs> is that even his name? It is Cameron Payne. Yeah. There you go. Yep. So he was the first one to take umbrage to it. I honestly thought I went full like state of origin, Queensland, New South Wales, like nuffy, like punch him mode. <laughs> I wanted I wanted Zion to choose Well, there was an Australian and that Phoenix team on the court at that time, Jock yeah, Landale, who was, um, was also not happy. Also not happy. So he yeah. plays for Phoenix, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Jock. Yeah, come on, Jock. Jock, you know this. You're one of us. Yeah. Sort this shit out. No, look, I loved it. I loved I loved what Zion did. I reckon more of it. Uh, it was just a you know, it was just a it was a middle finger to the Phoenix Suns and they yep. didn't they didn't take it. Was very good. This is how you know I don't like a team. I tuned in to watch their game against the Mavs. Right. What why did I do that? Because you want to see him lose. Because I know that Luca is their daddy. <laughs> there is no surer thing than Luca putting them in a mental mental pretzel. And that's yeah. what he did. He went off did he? So, like 38 points, yeah. uh, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, yeah. whatever. He went off. The Phoenix Suns have won nothing. Chris Paul, I mean, he's obviously uh, hasn't won a ring. No. He's won Olympic, whatever. But honestly, and you and me could win with that USA team. He's won the affections of a... Um, he's won the affections of, of a, a Kardashian. And we can say... <laughs> allegedly. That, allegedly. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I reckon there's some lawsuits to come out of this, and we don't. Oh, we, we don't, don't need to. We, we're we not getting involved. One of them. Our lawyers are good. They're not that. Good. They're not that good. They're not. They're not Hollywood TMZ good. No, we'll move on from that. Yeah. Um, so that's my first buy, sell. First sell. My first sell, and he's been mentioned already on this podcast, is Graham Arnold. I'm selling him, and and this is why. And I, I actually texted you about this uh, when it happened because. You know, you've done such a great job, Graham, oh, no, at galvanising yep. the country and the team. Like, clearly the team are playing for him. You know, that yep. huddle they do afterwards, everyone's involved. It's just like, you know, you're finally, you're a divisive character, but you've finally got people going, you know what, Orion Graham might not be so bad. Yep. And then Graham, after they beat Denmark, comes out with, uh, this was the quote, I've been listening and hearing about the golden generation of 2006. They got four points, and now we've got six. There's no need for it, mate. No. You know what that, that just screams? What? Insecurity. Yeah, absolutely. And, we, mate, don't don't pit us against a team that is, like, one of the most loved Australian teams yep. of all time. 100%. Don't do that. Don't, like, Graham, no. No, how, Graham. How is that 
how is that your first response? I know. After uh, the arguably the biggest win I know. in like in to compare your yourself, country's history I know. in the just sport. Don't even worry about that team. Like just say how good is this and we're into the next we're into the sixteen. Like he could have said a million things. Yeah. But he didn't. No. And he that's didn't. why Graham Yeah. Sold. Nah, look, I can't honestly can't fault you for that. Because I saw that, and I we 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 spoke about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was I was like, heated. I was heated. I was, I, heated. I was like, I hate. I absolutely hated that. I mean, Graham copped so much from so many people. Yeah, you that's know, fine. But general, be the, be general the, yeah. But be the bigger man. There isn't a single person who is who is you know criticizing you, who's not patting you on the back now. Yeah, exactly. What, why do you need? To, I don't understand why he felt the need to go there. Yeah, I don't either. There isn't a single person in this country despite what they've said, whether it be positive or negative, who is cheering against that man. Yeah. So that's yeah. a that's a well deserved that's a well that's deserved a sell. Yep. That's a well deserved smack. That's a good one. Uh my second sell, cricket scheduling. Mm. Um we're hearing a lot of this stuff right now, you know, with you know is T twenty dead here, is one day one day cricket dead here. Yeah. It's not dead, but I, I I wouldn't say it's a it's there's one issue with cricket in this country, you know, whether it's the advertising, whether it's the scheduling or whatever. Yeah. I just there's too much cricket. Uh and it makes it it, it makes it really hard for you you remember being a kid, you like you knew yeah. who was coming out, you knew when the cricket was. Yeah, I think less is more with cricket. I I, yeah, I don't I, agree. I don't um you know, I don't envy cricket Australia at the moment because it's the um, ICC who set the schedule. Yeah. So they're beholden to them. So, and the ICC are just, it, you're right, it's just saturation. For me, you want you want to get to that first test late November, like gagging for cricket. Yep. Like you haven't, you, you just like, come on, when is the cricket starting? Yep. Not like... Oh, jeez, I'm already a bit fatigued with cricket. Like, that's the yeah. that's the worst thing that could happen. And do you know why we're already fatigued? Uh, well, just because there's so many... No, because there's like two... There's at least two series during footy season yeah. where we're, we're already going through enough. Like, some people, like, we're going through too much as it is. Yeah. We've, we've got these, like... We'll play, like, Sri Lanka. Okay. Grouse. Don't care. Uh, then we'll play... West Indies, okay, sick, don't care. Yeah. Like, there's already been too well, just much. Don't, don't play it in Australia. Like, it's nothing wrong, like, in the footy season when you stay up to, like, 10 or 11 o'clock and you watch Australia taking on South Africa and South Africa. It's great. Perfect. It's awesome. Love that yeah. shit. But don't play, like, a meaningless ODI in Darwin. No. Nah. Oh, you know my I mean? God. Like, Against it's, Afghanistan. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's no, it's, I, I, again, it's the ICC who set the schedule, so, um, you know, they just sort of have to deal with it. But, yeah, they need – less is more. Yeah, less 100%. Is more. Less is completely more. Unfortunately, we're in an era where betting and TV rights seem to run the show. And as much as people talk about – love to talk about the crowds being an issue, yeah, ICC doesn't give a shit. The ICC could not care less. I mean, the crowds aren't an issue. Like, the crowds won't be an issue day one, um, Australia, South Africa, Melbourne, no. Boxing Day. It'll be 90,000 there. So it's again, it's you know sometimes you have to see the forest through the trees. You, you just need to go, you know, like the I always refer back to the NFL, where they just have a condensed season. Yeah, every game means something. 
and they're an absolute behemoth. They're a, you know they're a commercial they powerhouse. Own, they own a day of the week. Yeah, exactly. Literally that, and, own a day of the week. And so, take a step back, have a look, and what like you know you know if you just don't saturate it, don't kill the golden goose. If you be strategic about it, you can it, it can be more popular. It doesn't have to. You don't have to just keep ramming games down people's throats to um, justify ratings because ratings are probably going to be actually better mm. if you make each game worth something. Exactly. That's just my humble opinion. And that's a big... I think last season was a big, big lesson for the Big Bash. Yeah. Or the last few years have been a really big... 100%. Because they've seen what was an immense product. Yeah. I was a... I'm not ashamed oh, to admit no, this. I, I was, a, I was a Melbourne Stars member. Yeah, at one well, point, and that's saying something because you takes a bit for you to actually I, get a membership. I am a, I am as tight as Roy, <laughs> Roy Orbison. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, the Big Bash used to be amazing, mm-hmm. um, an amazing product because it wasn't saturated. Um, yeah, and this the fixtures just got out of control. Yeah, and then the rules got out of control. Oh, I, was like, I don't. Yeah. I, if I need a degree to work out how to play this game that I've been playing since I was five, yeah, maybe it's not not quite the right product. Yeah. But it uh, feels like they've they've pared that back, which is good. Yeah, and I think the schedule was where they lost it. And like, do you, do you remember during COVID with AFL how they did that that festival of footy? Mm. Where they just had to, they had to play they all had these to get, games. They just had to get through them. But yeah. they tried to like sell it as this fun kind of thing, and then yeah. everyone was like, "They're like, oh, this is cool. Like, I can get behind like Tuesday, like yeah, Tuesday yeah. footy." And yeah. it was like, it was like, like, welcome to Fremantle North Melbourne on a Tuesday night, and you're just like, well, I mean, like, we were stuck at home during COVID, so I was like, I'm happy to watch footy. But yeah, yeah I know. I, I was too. <laughs> as a special, as a special circumstance. <laughs> I was all in on Frio North. I'm talking more from like the the non degenerates. No, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know what that's like, but yeah. No, it, I don't know why we're trying to preach them. <laughs> <laughs> They're clearly not listening to this shit. Um, there you go. That's well, the second one. Cricket scheduling. Like it too much. Um, my second sell is VR headset tomfoolery. Uh, I don't know if you read this story. <laughs> um, I'm already. Uh, I've got a. I've had a few nights and a few experiences where I'm just going to disagree with this. Oh, uh, well, okay. Well, have a listen. Have a listen. So there's um, a guy called Palmer Lukey, who is the founder of the virtual reality company Oculus. Yep. And he's creating a VR headset that will literally kill the user if they die in game. And his quote is... Sorry, oh, what? That's, that, that's... Yes, this is why I'm selling it. Um... Only the threat, this is his quote, only the threat of serious consequences can make a game feel real. I mean, um, death is a pretty serious consequence, in fairness, to um, What a sick game Palmer. this will be. Um, maybe Palmer should beta test it himself first. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, like, where are we at as a society? A, that is so... That, that surely won't get off the ground. I want to thought so. It's pretty... Um, that doesn't seem like it. Will, that will get through. No, the but, beta that, but, testing. but this is this is something that's, yeah. I mean, there's better there's better ways to spend your time. I would have thought that is. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I was thinking about was you know, like cold, lonely, you know, Tuesday night in Stoke, <laughs> and just the you know, VR, the VR. Oh, the old VR headset on, <laughs> your favorite video on, whatever that may be, and just you know, really yeah, just be, enjoying um, yourself. Might be uh, you know. Australia versus England from 2005 <laughs> or 
What have a fight you though? Stephen Harmison's first ball in Gabba. <laughs> that is so. That's so. That's it's, so messed up. It's super messed up. Yeah, but the yeah, fact geez. that that's. I mean, that's the founder of Oculus. Oculus is a big company. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway, well, so I, I, um, I read that and I was just like, oh, "Where are we at here? Yeah. Yeah. Where are we at here? Society is cooked. society is cooked, which is a perfect segue into my last sell, please." Which is paper straws. You can't sell it twice. Well, no, I bought plastic straws. I, no. I'm buying paper. I'm selling paper straws. All right, go on. I'm have, just, you, have you? Th- well, I don't really think? need to. I don't really need to. If I can't legally get, if I can't ethically get plastic straws, you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm just going to destroy the paper straw industry so that there's no, there's no other alternative. Can I make a su- straws. Can I make a suggestion? You can if you say metal straws. Nah, I've tried it. What? Is, why? What happened? I'm not carrying around a fucking metal straw. I'm not asking you to carry it around, but if you if you're working from home, you get your um, what is it? Your soy vanilla, vanilla. bloody oat. vanilla, vanilla iced normal milk, oat bloody. Jeez, you've added like four different things into <laughs> this. You bring it home, correct? You open the top drawer, you grab your metal straw, you drink from that. I've tried it a couple of times. Well, what? It's too heavy for the plastic cup. <laughs> oh no! So right. it, it throws out the balance. Okay, you see, you, yeah. Okay. Well, that, that was people say I'm rigid and stuck in my ways. I disagree. <laughs> Paper straws—they got to go. Right. Simple as that. Yep. No, that's 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 fair. It, and it's creating more waste. You know why? Uh, no. Because every this is a true stat. One in every four people that has a drink with a paper straw in it throws the paper, throws the straw out, mm-hmm. but then has to come back and get another one. Did you know that? Okay, so they're basically saying for 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 one for one plastic straw, it's two paper straws. Big ghost, at least. So yeah. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> cop that. Cop that. Cop that um, uh, RSP. What's the what's it? Greenpeace. Cop that Greenpeace. Green Cop that Rainbow Warrior. <laughs> um, my last sale is Chupa Chup wrappers. <laughs> oh, he's nearly spat there. Oh, I nearly got him. Very close. Uh, this is my theory. Sure. If you don't get them off in the first zero to say ten to fifteen seconds, you cast. You are spending the next five minutes doing it. Yeah, they are. They are so mischievous. These little things. They are bloody yeah. tricky. The tough one. The tough ones don't. The tough off. ones are just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, I know I usually ask a question without notice to you. Yeah. Most podcasts, I've got a task without notice. Oh, okay. Oh, you've got one. <laughs> okay. I have here uh, strawberries and cream. A strawberries and cream, the best chupa chup flavor, and I will not be hearing anything otherwise. No, I, I'm with you. I agree. It does contain milk. Um, I'm going to give this a Chris. This could be absolutely shocking uh, audio content. audio content, uh, and if it is, we'll just um, skip. Uh, but okay. I just uh, I just want to test the theory. So I'm going to hand you the chupa chup. Okay, you going to time? And I'm going to put a timer on, and we're going to see how long it takes Chris to. Um, Rip this bad boy apart. What's the over-under? Well, like your straw technique, I've got you as a, a sort of a powerful 
ripper here, an aggressive ripper. So I think I think you've got to go under fifteen seconds. Um, oh, I'm taking the I'm taking the under on that. Okay, I was going to say at least like a, maybe like eight and a half, eight and a half minutes. No, like seconds. Oh, okay. All right. Well, the proof will be in the pudding. Um, and your time starts now. Start. Is going oh, from the bottom first, as is oh, no. per the technique. Looks like it's it's coming apart. He's hit a snag. No, he's he's through. He's through. He's in. What was it? Twenty seconds. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought I had that at like six seconds. No, no, it was a twenty second. Jesus. Well, there you go. And then, um, if I can paint a visual picture, it was it was aggressive. It was. It was manic. That's that's embarrassing. I can't believe that took me twenty seconds. Well, that's what I say. They are they are tricky little bastards. You enjoy that? I will. I have yeah. to now. It's put it <laughs> put in my mouth. It's, it's moist. But um, yeah, I've had some absolute prick of rappers lately. So um, I don't know if there's been a, a change in the product line. But chop a chop, please just make it easy to get to your product. Please, it's all, it's all we ask. It's all we ask. Um, that was this week's stock market segment brought to you by Chop a Chop. And Ultra, and Ultra June Diamond Valley. <laughs> so, to finish up the last episode of the year, which has been a long year, a great year. Great year. Uh, we started as the water cooler. We ended as the refill. Is that right? Correct. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. From... What's the what's the saying from something that dies, something beautiful comes from it. Yep, absolutely. Something like that. Yep, I yep. could work for Lapine Funerals, honestly. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, speak to our lawyers if you want to use that one. Correct. We we always have segments. Mm. We always come up with new segments. We're a segment based yeah. podcast. Yeah, we really are. I thought a really good one would be our Mount Rushmore of sporting performances for the year of twenty twenty two. Like it. Pretty simple mm. concept, I'm sure. I don't really have to explain it, but I will anyway. Yep. Mount Rushmore, for those who don't know, is a mount in Rushmore, America. Yep. Has four presidents' heads on it. Yep. Donald Trump. <laughs> no, sorry. Elon Musk. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> and basically, we're going to do four. We're going to do four for males or females. Mm-hmm. Their heads are going to go on Mount Rushmore yep. for their individual brilliances. The refill Mount Rushmore, which again, uh, as Harry Souter can contest to, is no greater prize to be uh, mentioned by us. Is the most prestigious super, thing. Super prestigious. Super. So uh, I'll let you go first if you want for your the first head on your Mount Rushmore of 2022. My first head is Stephen Curry. Oh, nice. What did he do? Uh, well, he won the championship for Golden State Warriors against the Boston Celtics, basically. Oh, they did too. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that was this year. Um, he is the best shooter of all time, and that is undisputed. Um, and again, the, the Celtics won game one. Um, the Warriors looked a little bit iffy, dicey, mm-hmm. but off the it was just off the back of Steph Curry just shooting at a ridiculous click. Um, who won in the championship? And honestly, I just, for me personally, uh, so good to watch and just um, 
you know, I've never seen a shooter like him, and I just love watching him. And the fact that he won him a championship, another one without you know the help of KD and these kind of cats, he sort of had to carry it on his own. Mm. Um, An unexpected one. Yeah, I mean they had a great record, but yeah, I would say I would say one day might not have had pencils in. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's fair. So Steph Curry, uh, welcome. welcome. My first one is a household name, mm-hmm. and it is my favourite athlete in the world at the moment, Victor Axelson. He is the world number one. He is the badminton goat. Oh. He has had a super, super 2022. Yep. The 2020 gold medalist won the world championship in 2021. Yep. He's currently playing in the world championship uh, right now as we speak, actually, to go to win three world championships in a row. Go, I'm you so can. confident. I've already put him on. I've already, he's, oh, he's, so he's already won it, and so thus already got his head on yeah. the Mount Rushmore. I love watching this man play badminton. Obviously, uh, my dream is to one day play against him, mm-hmm. which is probably realistic, knowing how good he is. Shepparton, twenty twenty. I don't think they play in the Commonwealth Games. They're not uh, a part of the Commonwealth. Oh, that's right. We've had he's that from conversation. Denmark, yeah. Okay. Uh, but he, his year, sensational. Five titles, including a world championship. The man is literally autopilot on the court. Yeah, when he loses, it's not his fault. It's all propaganda by the referees. So mm-hmm. he's going to take the first spot on my Mount Rushmore. Well, there you go. There was someone I did not expect you to say. Welcome, Victor. Uh, my first, uh, sorry, second one is uh, I, I don't know if we share this one or not. Max Verstappen. Perfect. Have you no, got it? We don't. No. Okay. Um, I don't know. It felt like his back was against the wall early. It was. 80 points um, down in the championship. 80 points down, nothing to sneeze at. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like all champions do, like all heads on our sporting Mount Rushmore do, they find a way. They do. They find a way onto the mountain. And he did. He climbed that mountain and, in the end, moonwalked at home. Literally was 80 points down and won backwards. Yeah. One could have won in a billy cart. Exactly. So, and in red-hot form... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as we mentioned earlier in this pod, who like who is going to stop him in the next three to four years? This is he he's broke a record for the most wins yep. in a season by an individual driver. Yep, in a year where the cars were made and the regulations were made, yeah, to stop that from happening, basically. to stop that from happening, yeah, to make it more competitive, absolutely. So for me, he's a he's a well deserved uh, head on our yep. Mount Rushmore. Yep. Very good. My second one is probably the person who's going to find themselves on this for the actual least amount of work done okay. in the year. Mm-hmm. It's Andrew Redmayne. Now, the backup ah, goalie for yes, the Socceroos. Yes, 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 yes. Who was subbed into the game against Peru. Yep. His exploits, his wiggles-like dance moves in the Peru shootout are the reason why we got to yep. the World Cup. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have made it. No. So... I wanted to do one soccer based. I didn't want to do Graham Arnold. Um, I didn't. I, didn't I would think have. There was... I would have chiseled Graham's face off Mount Rushmore. I would have you would have vandalized it. You would have. Uh, so, I, I honestly, I had to get someone in there. He was the most pivotal. That yep. moment was absolutely clutch. No one gave him a chance. No one gave us a chance. No, so. that was a, that's a great call. Great call. So, congrats, congrats, Andrew. Uh, it may not be your year, but it can be your moment. Correct. And um, certainly was his. Yep. Well, I've got a soccer-based one too. Um, and it's, look, you know, 
You could almost do any year and she's going to be right up there. Uh, but my one is uh, Samantha Kerr. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, she had another unbelievable year just scoring goals at will. Like for fun. Just for fun. Um, whether it was for Australia, whether it was for... Chelsea. Chelsea. Um, she is just unbelievable to watch. And as I said, it could be... Almost could be any year and, mm-hmm. and she'd be right up in this conversation. But... Um, I'm giving her the, the nod of approval at head number three. Yeah, on the last on the last ever cover of FIFA as well. Yeah, that's right. Have you bought? You're going to buy a physical copy of that? I have not. Is it still on sale? It would be. Mm. Uh, it, 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 that that feels like a summer break kind of thing for mm. us to do. Sounds like a hungover Boxing Day sale type of manoeuvre. Yep. While well, I'm at the cricket. Well, like not. The Boxing click, Day click sales. And, click and collect. Boxing Day sales. Yeah, click, click and collect. Click and collect after I've been in the yeah. uh, long room mm, yeah. for 15 yeah. hours just drinking get, full just strength. Just phone out at 6 o'clock. <laughs> and yeah, no, very good. My next one, Cameron Smith. Now, the PGA Tours. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Tours champion. Yep. Now, for a simple reason. He won the 150th Open Championship at St Andrews, mm-hmm. which is that is the that's about as the most significant win you're going to get that's outside of Augusta. Yeah, it's big time. Simple as that. We've spoken about Live before. We've spoken about the PGA Tour before. I'm at the point where I don't really care anymore. Yep. Uh, Live's got great golfers. PGA Tour's got great golfers. It's very yep. much in that A League kind of a <laughs> kind of a thing. I don't care anymore. Honestly, don't care anymore. But what this man did this year was absolutely stupid. Massive yep. for massive for golf in Australia. Yep. And you know what? He got financially rewarded for being fucking unreal at his day job. So I yep. tip the cap to I'd love him. Love to see it. And I'm going to chisel his face in onto Mount Rushmore. Yeah, you chisel it good. Um, my last one is. A questionable spelling of his first name, but what he's done around that um, has been unbelievable. Ned, so N-E-double-D, Ned Brockman. Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Bloody hell. What a hero that bloke is. The 23-year-old who ran from Cottesloe Beach in Perth to Bondi, which is a 3,952-kilometre journey over 47 days in the name of charity. He, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know how you can oh. well, I don't even know how the human body pulled that off like he physically was, and mentally he was like his body he, what he put his body through uh is unseen really yeah like, that was outrageous yeah um, have you heard of a man named Terry Fox no so Terry Fox is a, a Canadian who lost his leg to cancer mm-hmm. and wanted to raise money for a cancer charity by running from one side of Canada to another. With one leg, mm-hmm. obviously with a prosthetic leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he got cancer again midway through the run. I think he was about thirty percent through it, and um, ultimately passed away. Mm-hmm. But he, if you ask any Canadian about Terry Fox, you watch them watch them go off. What that what that the Terry Fox Foundation has done for charity is yeah. is absolutely staggering. And what this young man did, Ed Brockman. Is Ned Brockman? I, I don't think I can. Yeah, well done, Ned. Oh yeah, Neddy! 
unbelievable, unbelievable yeah. achievement. Yeah, great achievement. And, um, you know, if ever there's a man to go on our Mount Rushmore. Oh, deservedly. Get on there, son. Yeah. My last one is maybe the man with the most weird superstitions. Maybe the man who could be considered the goat. You put yourself on there? <laughs> no, he does have patchy hair, though. <laughs> Rafael Nadal. Yes, good. Yeah. yeah. Two sets two sets down yeah. to another man with patchy hair mm. in Daniel Medvedev. Medvedev. Came out of nowhere, won the Australian Open. He was cooked. He, he, he was... He was gone. He was gone. He was, he, he was gone just prior to... Prior. Yeah. What, what he did that... What he did the Australian Open... Yeah. I don't think I'll ever forget. I don't think I'll ever forget the 2022 Australian Open. And I'm not a big tennis person, but Ash Barty winning. It was very tough not to put Ash Barty yeah, on there. Yeah, uh, apologies to Ash Barty. Yeah, she was, my, she was my number five. Yep. But because of what... Because of the way that Nadal won, mm. it was like yeah, I it can't. Was, it was again, it was uh, just a heroic um, push through pain. Yeah, something uh, else. Find something that is just deep inside you and win. Yeah, it was great. That the punter, can't, the general punter, can't find. No, we, yeah. we we would never have found it. So that's a good one. I like yours. I really do like yours. I love I love the Ned Brockman one. That is that is. Thank I didn't you. even think about that. So. I tip my cap to you. No, I tip. We tip our cat to our eight Rushmore heads. Rushmore heads, um, and we'll probably we'll 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 try and do a creative graphic and throw it up there, and we can get some other suggestions because I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure, we've absolutely missed some layups of suggestions, but yeah. it's, it's a tough one. Yeah, exactly. Again, there's a lot of apologies, but uh, mm-hmm. you tell us if we've if we've, if we've screwed it if we've screwed it up, which we probably have, but probably the, the best way to end a this episode and to end this year of the show. Yep. I don't know if you had any final remarks for the year 2022. No, look, I've had a heap of fun doing this. Um, we started off uh, with me having COVID, um, doing it via a computer. We had yeah. you know, David King as a guest. That feels like a, a lifetime ago. It was only mm. in March. And that was when we, we didn't we had all these plans for the show. Mm. And then, uh, unfortunately, the King Shane Warren passed away. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... No, it's been a heap of fun, mate. So uh, thanks for having me on. And uh, you put a lot of work into this, so I really do appreciate it. And I, um, thanks to everyone who's taken the time to listen. Yep. No, thank you for, for joining me because it, it has been a, a lot of fun. Um, sad to let WCW go, but this is the right um, thing to get into. And, um, yeah, thanks to everyone for, for listening and sticking around. And we'll uh, see you in the new year. Yeah, looking forward to it. Hooroo. You guys ready to do this? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, fans around the world. We welcome you to this historic event. Historic because we've seen boys become men, men become leaders, and leaders become legends.